another episode of Sports Redefined Podcast. I'm your host, your best host, and now I'm the AKA Premium Nom. We got my man, Rel Too Real. Yo, 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 what's up? And today we got a special newcomer today, the gentleman of the South, my man, Mr. Melvin Bullock. What up, what up, what up, what up, Mel? What's good, what's good? Nothing going oh, you on. You made him sound like an escort, bro. Gentleman of the South, what? Please explain that. <laughs> <Gentleman> <laughs> <of the South. laughs> what is that? You from P Valley, bro? Like, what's up, man? Hey, Slack hey, Amelie, what's up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no problems. <laughs> Yo, we gonna just get right into it. Um, guys, this is like an all-star edition episode, or whatnot. Yes, it was all-star game 2021. I think they did the best they could do. Um in the pandemic, what was your thoughts on the All-Star game? Who want to take it first? I'll go. I can take it. You know what I mean? Wow. How you going to ask and take it? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, nah, I feel I feel like you feel it was the best they could do. I think the most disappointing thing was the dunk contest, but it was pretty much thrown together. Um, everything else turned out pretty okay. Three-point shootout was entertaining. Um, disappointed in the skills challenge. How did a big man win that? Like, I'm so confused, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that two on two thing they could have did without uh, all star game was pretty decent, so it, it was it was cool all the way around um, for what it was, you know. I like the jerseys, a lot of people didn't like the jerseys. I'm trying to find some shorts and all that, like, I like the jerseys, but jersey, it was cool. jersey fire, fire, facts, facts, facts. No, what you, what you, uh, what's your thoughts? I mean, you know, given that the NBA is so young, I, I think that's what kind of hurts it a little bit more than anything is young. And then you're coming off a pandemic. So it's so young. And, uh, the fact that it's so young and then you had somebody like LeBron James who <laughs> sat there and tried to say, ah. you go say young, bro. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm no, I'm just saying like, it's, I mean, you think about it, you really don't have that many veterans in the NBA, you know, like 10 years ago, we were talking about all-stars, like consistent all-stars. They were like 30, 31, 32. Now you got right. young cat. You know, you got 19, 20-year-olds. And then the dunk contest, dunk contest, you really didn't even recognize any of those names if you weren't a basketball fan. Right. So, like, there were no household names. So, right. I think that really that's what hurt it more so than anything. If you, if you really think about it, Steph Curry really probably saved the all-star weekend with three-point contests. Him and Dame, Dame Dollar, they really saved it. Because LeBron didn't even play the second half. Like, he basically sat out the second half. So, I mean, so I mean, that's pretty much my thoughts on it. The fact that, like I said, you had you had Steph, you had Dame playing in the backcourt together, shooting half-court shots, which is – Facts, facts. Which, which, honestly, might be terrible if you're a basketball coach because you're facts. like, why, why, why are you doing that, Steph? Why are you doing facts. that, Dame? Now you, get young, now you got young cats wanting to shoot half-court shots now. Right. Last yeah, so. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, it's like the best all star game I watched in a while, bro. Like in a while, yeah. yeah. All right, so it started off with the skills challenges, it was whatever to me. But when Steph won the three point contest, it was like a clutch comeback. Right. I was like, oh, right. no, nah, he's about to snap right. in, the, in the game. And he come off like uh, Chris Webber was like, 
do the 360 like you did it. So he got the ball, right. he shot it, he did a little shimmy and turned around. And like, I heard you, I heard you. So it was like, Steph really did save the all-star game. Like between him and Giannis, they both, they really did save the all-star game. Giannis had so much right. fun and it looked like, oh, this is have laughter, have fun, like be joyous, right? So Steph saved it. And yo, the funny part when uh, <laughs> Dame took a shot from the half court, and then the next shot, Steph took it and he shot from the half court. And I was like, I just, I was laughing, like, oh, you guys are disrespectful, right? Like, <laughs> really playing a horse. Like, they was really playing a horse. I'm like, nah. They got a while or two. Hey, I think it's, I, I think it's more so that they've both been hearing that they're, they're both coming for each other. Right. So it's like, it, it was like, a, oh, okay. So you shooting that? Oh, okay. Dad, I'm going to show you because I mean, I've been hearing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're the best shooter. But I'm really the best shooter. Yeah. So I was like, for the halftime show, I like that it was a slam dunk contest. Because me, personally, as a consumer, I stayed in my seat the whole time. Right? Mm-hmm. If it's the slam dunk contest is on a Saturday night, you miss days and whatnot. But the fact that I think moving forward, this is the best way to keep people on their seats mm-hmm. and watch. Like, I didn't I didn't get up. It was a commercial break, and I still didn't get up. Right? Because I'm like, oh, slam dunk contest is next. I think as you we move forward, you go to four people, right, during a halftime show, halftime, and then you throw the big names in there. Because do we really need eight people dunking the ball? Of course not. So it was like you throw four people in there, big names, people are watching. We're all waiting for uh, uh, Zion. That's, that's pretty I don't much know. Zion had a disappointing all-star game, bro. I think he was too excited. excited. He was he was taking it all in. You could tell, like he was just sitting on the bench. He was like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> like we're forgetting he's nineteen, bro. Like, so it's a lot. But yo, something weird happened. So I'm watching the All Star game, and you know I'm like mellow team Portland or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when Dame is shooting all these shots, something weird happened in my head. Like, yo, they're trying to use you up so you don't have no more threes when the second half. <laughs> like, I don't know where that came from, but I'm like, what, like. He really shoots, but it was just like I peep what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to wear my man out. But it was it was cool to see them go back and forth. Like we saw the competition, but we also saw them having fun at the same time. So it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. I think uh a lot of what are you what are your guys' thoughts on they're saying if Embiid and KD would have played it would Ben Simmons Dookie. So Embiid and Ben Simmons oh. <laughs> if, if they would have played, it would have been a closer matchup. My thing on that yeah. is like I don't feel that they didn't have all stars on the on um Durant team, but they ain't have no all stars. LeBron team was stacked. I don't want to. I said LeBron team was stacked. I ain't want to hit it. Boy, how you end up with Steph and Giannis, bro? I'm like, nah, he be cheating, bro. Why did KD choose Kyrie first? That's his yeah. man's. Right. you know Kyrie not playing with LeBron. You know Kyrie's not playing with LeBron. We're not even gonna entertain that storyline. Like, come on, bro. Hey, but you, but you know what? I think it was more so about LeBron's team. Oh, of course, they had Dame and Dame and Steph. That's already was already ridiculous in itself. But then right. you think about it, they had they 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 had like pure basketball players. They had Luca, you know, who's right. a really good basketball player, knows the game, skill, unselfish. You know, they had who else? They had um, Giannis. You know, they had um, uh, with Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, so they they had all. Matter of fact. Hey, only that was going through my head was, damn! Look at how well Joker and Luca playing playing together. Yeah. Imagine that. 
I mean, yeah, no. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't shocked by none of the people working together for some reason. Like Luca, you know, I just get international play with them too. And that, it's like they've been pros since they was like twelve. So it was like it's nothing for them. They both played for the Serbia team starting out. Right. I feel like right. So, but like the go back to what you're saying. I just think LeBron, he stacks his team like that because I don't think he really wanted to exert energy for this. Because I kind of don't think he wanted to play. But you know, you got to play. You're the face of the league, so. You build a team. You don't really got to do nothing. You just sit back, chilly, roll on the floor, and you still get all your cameos because you LeBron. So <laughs> I thought um in that first quarter, Kyrie had like – He was going hard. He, okay, yeah. He was trying to prove a point. Yeah, he was trying to prove a point. I think I he peaked. had seven points out of 16. I'm like, oh, if he's coming for the MVP. Then it just, just died smiling. down. You can Steph is too much, bro. Like Steph is nah, Steph three, and Dame. You're welling, bro. Like these both nah, of them pull from half on a regular. Like what? But I feel like the Dame was on the second half, right? The Dame shooting was in the second half. Steph was he had like four threes in the off. first quarter. Yeah, but he just had 30 in a three-point shootout. Like I low-key said that was a I low-key said, yo, y'all just warmed him up. Like when have you ever had a three-point contest in the same day as the Oslo game? That was the one. Oh, yeah, he never. Oh, yeah, true, 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 true. Right, never. So, Never he just dropped right? what 50 points. What well, he did 31st round, 28 second round. So he just yeah. put up 58 threes before the game even started. <laughs> like, cool, bro. Nah, bro. It was a setup. Lob threes. Facts. So a lot of people were complaining about the snubs and whatnot. Do you think the NBA should expand the all-star roster? Or just you not, yo, know, if you're good, just get in. I was I was you, trying to complain you know. about the team captains stuff, but I was like, it kind of actually like it kind of like worked out because it's not like anybody's like really stacking their team. Like they're all all stars. It's just a matter of how you pick your team. So I guess the captains could stay, but the snubs is the snubs. Like you ain't you didn't make it. What do you want us to do? It's not what we really do. <laughs> I don't know. What you think, man? I mean, my thought. I mean, my thoughts, it's, I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, you got the fan voting and, you know, that's, of course, subjective. But, of course, the fans are, fans are paying for the game, so the fans should get what they want. Right. You know, like you, you look at the, the, um, the Dame and the, and the Luca. you know. You know, they retired and then, you know, Luca got the, you know, the start because of the fan voting. So it's just – and then you look at, you know, Devin Book, CP3 got the name – Right. You know, but but Devin Booker got the game. Not saying CP, CP3 does not, but of course we know that Devin Booker is probably at this point in in, uh, in his career he's he's better than CP3. But of course Devin Booker, you know, didn't get in until AD wasn't playing. Right. So um, I don't think you should expand it because I think expanding it's kind of you know it, it kind of makes it to where it's not as rewarding, you uh-huh. know, as prestigious. Right. You know, if so, if everybody getting in is like it, to me, it's, to me, it's kind of comparable to. Uh, yeah, now the Hall of Fame. Goes. The Hall of Fame. No, the Hall of Fame. I was Everybody just goes. about to say that. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, uh, I don't. Hold up. I have one more. I have one beef. I have one beef. Um, we was talking about the Dame and the Luca, right? So okay. this is this is my beef. You cannot beef about not being an All Star starter, and then when the game comes, nobody plays defense to the fourth quarter. It doesn't like it doesn't matter. I don't understand. It doesn't matter. Through the first three quarters, everybody's letting each other lay the ball up and dunk and OLA defense. So does it really matter if you start? Not really, I guess. So what is the beef with the 
Oh, I can't believe Luca started over Dame. What's the real beef? I don't understand what the problem is. Um, it's just, is it just personal? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just to throw that out there, all the fans who are listening, think about it. Man, listen, I'm just mad that they let that bum Zion in the All Star game and not Lamelo Ball, man. How you put Zion in the game, not Lamelo? Lamelo the Goat Ball. He called him the Goat. Lamelo the Goat Ball. How did you put him in the All Star game? Oh no, That's crazy. Because honestly, nah, but- if you look at yeah. so Zion, right? He has decent numbers, but it's not like his team is – they're like 11th in the West, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, LaMelo, his team, his numbers are okay, average, comparable, right? But he's a rookie. And second of all, his team is like 8 or 9th in the East. And he has less talent. Zion has way more talent than LaMelo. Why does Zion – if you put LaMelo in the same situation of the All-Star game yesterday, he would, he would want MVP. I promise you. Who won MVP? Zion, like, nervous and whatnot. LaMelo's like, I'm going for this. You see the passes that uh, Seth Curry and uh, LeBron was doing? LaMelo could have that with his eyes closed, you know? The GOAT. So what happened to Lonzo, though? Like, no one speaks on Lonzo anymore. Like, I just like, wanted to know what happened. Y'all said he was the next J.K. What happened, bro? But nah, but he, he, did, like, he does it, but he does have J.K. 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 wasn't really, like, a flashy point guard, right? Like, yes, he was. Nah, not O.D. flashy. So. You're thinking about Suns Jason Kidd. I'm thinking about Nets Jason Kidd. Nets Jason Kidd was not flashy. He was very fundamental. He, and he was, really was though. He no, had most man. of his passing highlights. He was just younger in Phoenix. Both most of his flashy pass highlights is in Jersey, especially when he got Vince Carter. Hey, hey, hey and RJ. And RJ and Kayla, <laughs> Kayla Martin. Like, that's when they got real. Who was he throwing alleys to in Phoenix? Himself, not himself. I don't know. I don't <laughs> exactly. Know. Like what? I don't remember. Yeah, blonde hair. Like that's what you mean by flashy. Like that's all he was doing. Like probably was it? What probably was the hair then? But I'm like, nah. I think I don't think Lonzo don't throw um flashy passes. I just honestly, I think they should bend to Ingram. He don't want to. He don't want to hoop. Like Lonzo be throwing him passes, and he just like, all right, let me go. He thinks it's an ISO. I mean, but hey, but at the same time, you know, you just mentioned situations. I mean, Zion's averaging twenty five. Melo's averaging what 15, 16. I know the records, but then you just mentioned situation. Lunzo is also probably what third, fourth option. You know, LaMelo got the ball in his hands. Could he to go. Like, and and then and then, and then and, no, no, and then and on top of that, they got freaking Eric Blesso in the backcourt with Lonzo. Come on, man. Like that, that's really set him up for failure as well. True, true, true. Like, I don't, I, if, if it, I mean, if anything, you know, have like a six-six shooting guard that's that, that they can really shoot it. That's like a three and D guy. Eric Bledsoe's not shooting 45, 42 percent from three. He you saw what he did in Milwaukee. <laughs> no offense, Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> nah, he cool. He cool. That's my man's, but he can't shoot. It's like, bro, we still shooting rainbows for you. Eleven years in the league. He's too swole, man. He's too swole. <laughs> he, he LeBron at 6'2". Like, <laughs> <laughs> chill out, bro. Lonzo. I think ever since Lonzo got into the league, he's been up. He's been set up for fail, right? Like, his first year, and he hasn't been healthy. When he's in his second year, LeBron came on the team, another point guard. His third year, he had Drew Holiday. I think this is his fourth season. He has Eric Bledsoe, another, another guard. And then even for the coaching staff, like Zion is bringing the ball up. You have 
Brent Ingram um, bringing the ball up. So it's, yeah. it's a lot. So I don't I don't blame nothing on Lonzo. Honestly, I was like he needs to go to honestly. I think Lonzo needs Mike D'Antoni. If he ain't Mike D'Antoni, man, listen, he'll be an MVP. You know they always say that the youngest is always going to be the best anyway because they True. see. So that's also why he's. I mean, he's the tallest. You know, he saw more. I mean, if you think about it, he, he's probably at this age probably more experienced than all of them because he can play pro ball. You know, I mean, so it's and then like the situation is perfect. They got the ball in his hands about time. But his feel, though, you know, I, and I, I I'm not gonna lie, uh, real. I, I was a I was a I was a Lamelo hater at first. <laughs> no, no, look, my hand is raised. I'm on your side, brother. I ain't, have hey, no I, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I fought I fought numb for a while, but but numb, but numb, no. Hey, I'm there's no pride. I told him I was wrong. I right. told him, hey, I, t- I said the kid's special. You know, hey, right. hey, I admit I was wrong. His feel for I the like game is the unreal. Right, unreal. Yeah, His feel is unreal. I have to give him his props, but I was definitely on your side. I'm like, I am not buying the hype, especially because his father and y'all put all this hype on Lonzo and Lonzo got in the league and we all like this, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> yeah. Even though his shot got better. So, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. Good job, Mike. Best job you did in a while. <laughs> all right, all right. So, during the All-Star game, breaking news happened. Blake Griffin got bought out by the Pistons and he's officially a net. Does Blake Griffin improve the next championship hopes? Who wants to go first? Nobody wants to go first? All right, cool. So, Blake Griffin, I personally... <laughs> like, well, I don't know why I feel shy today. But, nah, Blake Griffin, I think... um, I don't think they needed Blake Griffin. They needed a big, but not Blake. Right? I think a JaVel McGee, Jaron Allen is perfect for them. Like, that's what they needed. Right. I don't it's cause right. like what do you need Blake Griffin to do? It's not like he, he don't play defense. And then you can't say you need a big to stretch the floor when Kyrie, KD, and Jay Sonic all shoot threes. Plus you have Joe Harris and Jeff Green. And it's not like it's Andre Drummond where he's like, all right, I'm gonna get 18 points and chill out and get like 25 rebounds. The only thing I see that doing is putting Jeff Green and Durant back at the three. Cause they were playing stretch four. Sometimes Jeff Green plays the five as the backup. They just started putting some with the dreads in. I don't know his name. Pardon me. Um, he's doing all right. Claxton. Right. He's doing all right, but he's he only eats when James Harden is running the one. Because James Harden really knows how to drunk kick and throw that alley film. So that's the only thing I could really see happening. And it'll be interesting to see because I feel like the team is way better when James Harden plays the one. Oh, yeah. Because he's a willing passer. And, and you know, once he get hot, it's just like, oh, boy. So if you have those options with a willing passer and a guy who can give you 50 points in three quarters, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't feel like that was for Blake to come for them to get a ring. I just feel like Blake wanted to get out of Detroit. And Brooklyn is just like, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll take you. It's like the Warriors – the Warriors of the East right now. Like, all right, we'll tell you, come. Like, right now, Blake Griffin is what David West was in Golden State. Hey, you, you know, my thoughts on is this. You know, I, I you know, Nam, you, you gave me the topic. So I was like, you know what? Let me do a little bit of research on Blake. And, uh, of course, this year he's averaging 12, right? But he's playing with Detroit. So there's not much talent around him. You know, most nights he was either the first or second option. All right? Now, and, and Brooklyn – He's not going to be counting on the score. 
and think about the three-headed monsters that they have. I mean, we we could go play right now and probably average eight points. You know, we're broken. I mean, I'm just I'm just being real. We can go play right now and average points. If that's if that's from cutting, that's from knocking down a couple of shots. I mean, you hey, real, you might be getting 15. I'm only I'm only eight points now, man. That's that's all I got for you, all right? And um, you know, and then I and then I looked up like last year, he was 15 points. But then I looked up his very first year in Detroit. And it was 24 points a game, which which is that was two years ago. So it depends on how healthy and and you know how well his knees are. But like I said, he playing he playing with those three guys. He's he, he's he's not going to be counting to score, and he's going to score. Can he still catch a hoop? You know, can he can he still you know in the pick and roll? Can he set the screen and can he roll and catch the hoop? Because me, Blake Griffin, you know, let's keep it real. Blake Griffin's never been like a top defender in the league. Right. So he he wasn't in his twenties, and he damn sure won't be a top defender at, at thirty one. <laughs> so with, with with you know with 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 the kind of miles that, that that he has on his on his knees, and then I also looked up. I was like, man, let me see like Blake's career points and rebounds. You know, re- the rebounds important. Man, you know, Blake Griffin is a twenty one and nine guy. Now, Rel, I don't know if you know this or not, but but Num every year I've ever known Num, which is which is like ten years, he's hated Blake Griffin every year. <laughs> yeah, I know, no, I know that every year he's hated. <laughs> hey, so so all I'm saying, all I'm saying is Num is this, you know, just playing with those three guys is gonna open it up to where he just as long as he can catch a oop, as long as he can go and get a rebound, I mean, he's gonna be effective as long as he can also. Do one big thing. If it, when they switch off for those quick guards, mm. if if he can make those guards take like contested twos, he'll be fine. But my thing with so, all right, you have Katie, you have Kyrie, you have um, what's the other guy? Harden, right? My thing is, do you really need Blake to score? Because so, all right, so I'm so I'm just saying because it's not like he's a post presence, right? It's not like you have a Shaq or you have a Giannis where it's like, all right, we tied on the perimeter work. Go eat for us real quick. He he's a, he's a perimeter guy. He's gonna shoot a three. He's gonna pick and pop. He ain't really start that shooting three stuff till Detroit. Honestly, he'll give you two threes, threes a season in LA. Detroit is just like eh, I don't really want to be here. Who cares? Let's see if I can shoot it. Start shooting there's, it. There's there's no there's no talent. Any hey, you know I always say the saying, you know. You know, it's just like kids, players, kids, NBA players. They're essentially, you know, the same. You mm. know, people only do what you allow them to do. Right. So everybody said with James Hart, oh, he ain't going to be able to stop dribbling 10, 12 times. He's changed, he's changed his game. Right. That's true. You, you only going to do what you're allowed to do. So Blake Griffin, now, if Blake Griffin is motivated, I'm talking about like re- willing to really work hard. Blake Griffin got paid, and man, Blake Griffin been chilling. We know that. He's been chilling. So if he got any type of ambition, motivation in him, hey, watch out. Watch out for Brooklyn, man. All right. It's interesting to see what happens because everybody's like, it's already a joke on Facebook. Like, watch how healthy <laughs> this guy gets overnight. <laughs> Just like they did with James Harden. Like, watch him get a shoot. Now, look, he all slim. So, like, you, it's, you're right. Once you get to a certain age, you kind of need a motivation to go. Like if you shipped off and you're just playing for the money, 
you find yourself getting hurt. You find yourself not caring. You find yourself shooting threes, you don't shoot. But say you get a situation where it's like, all right, I could do something again. A la Melo. Let's see what happens with Blake. So let's go. Hey, and, and then um, the last thing, you said they don't need him. But but my question for you, Nam, what big, what post player, what guy with size is coming off the bench right now for them? Nobody. Oh, so what I'm saying is, well, that's if he's not starting. Like, I, I know towards the they end he's not starting. Yeah, but they right. might switch it back now with Blake. So, so, so what I'm saying is you got to have some type of depth. You never know who's going to, you know, who's going to go down. And you need something. And then, and then, let me let me tell you, Blake's. Do you remember one 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 of Blake's underrated skills that that he had in LA? He passing tried. the ball. Oh, passing the ball. I was trying I to figure it that. out. <laughs> no, hey, no, hey, no. Blake is a really good passer, like a really really good passer. As a matter of fact, his first year in Detroit, he averaged like six assists a game for a post player. You know. Three or four years ago, that was crazy. Nowadays, you know, with jokers, you know, it's it's n- normal now. But so three or four years ago, that was going to be like an offensive version of Draymond Green for the Nets. I'm not saying that. I mean, he's not running the ball. He's, he's hey, listen, he's not going to have have the ball in his hands unless unless it's time to either pass or dunk or shoot or lay up. Yeah, that's a lot of times, bro. All I'm <laughs> saying is is if. James Harden, Durant, Jeff Green minus manages to get a ring. Russell Westbrook is going <laughs> to go <laughs> postal, bro. Just <laughs> think about it. What's the name? Got a ring already. Perkins got a ring. Abaka got a ring. Katie got a ring. It's only Jeff and Harden left. Those two get a ring. Westbrook is going postal, bro. I promise you. So I don't know. I want to see though. All right, so um, you mentioned, Mel, you mentioned, you alluded to James Harden dribbling issues. Antoine Walker earlier this week said that, hey, James Harden, he can't be a guy that wants a title dribbling seven or eight, nine times, right? Then James Harden came back at him and was like, yo, bro, who are you? <laughs> Essentially, like, you have <laughs> no credibility, like, in anything, you know? So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Is Antoine... Right in his criticism, or is James Harden being sensitive? I'm going to say this. It, when he was in Houston, I agreed. Like, I mean, the, the, the late, great Kobe Bryant said, said the exact same thing. Right. I agree. Now, it seems in Brooklyn that he's adjusted his game. It seems like he's kind of getting straight to the point. You know, he takes a couple dribbles in and out, cross, going downhill, kicking it, or finishing so I think the criticism was fair in the past, but I think the what the first 20 games that he's been in Brooklyn, he's adjusted his game. So I, I don't feel like that criticism is fair considering that he's adjusted his game. So and plus they have enough talent right now to where even even without without Kyrie, I think they still can get to the finals. Oh. Um, I agree. I don't like outdated uh criticism. You feel me? Like, oh, what does that mean, sir? I don't like outdated criticism. Like, if you make, if you can't be criticizing of a guy of something he's done two seasons ago. Like, I was just arguing with somebody in the gym about Melo. Oh, he doesn't play defense. I said that's an old narrative from New York. Like, have you been mm-hmm. watching him now? He made the adjustment. Yeah, but yep. that, don't give me an old ESPN narrative if you didn't watch the adjustment. 
clearly James Harden made the adjustment. I haven't really seen him do his ISO stuff like he's been doing in Houston. And it's actually pissing me off at this point because sometimes he'll be with the second unit where they're when he where he needs to do that. But it's like he's trying to be the best, you know, the best pass to get everybody involved. And I'm just like, yo, bro, go. Like, go. You, you get me tight. Like, you got the mismatch, go. And it's right now, it's like, nah, it's one move, go. If I don't have it, pass it or shoot the three. So I agree. Jay, uh, Jameson, like, bro, that was two years ago, last year, like, earlier this year. Like, you can't come with that old analysis and the dude didn't change his game. It makes it look like you haven't been watching. But I know my I'll go ahead, Mel. Would you know something else that kind of kind of irked me a little bit? You know, he's speaking like he's Shaq. Like he's speaking like he's Kareem. He's speaking like he's LeBron or this great that has won a ring. Like, 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 who are you? Who, who, who has not won a ring before to say, oh, this style right here, that's not going to win a ring. You ain't won a ring, so how can you tell somebody what it takes to win a ring? Well, um, Antoine Walker won, won a that. ring in 2006. <laughs> Just don't Antoine, Antoine Jameson. No, Antoine Walker. No, no, it's Antoine Walker. I made a mistake. My bad. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you talking about 2006 with the Miami Heat coming right, off the bench? Right, right, playing, yeah, right. Playing seven minutes a game. All right, so, so that's really <laughs> my next question, right? <laughs> my next Just question, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> my next question is: If Stephen, he's, he's a superstar, James Harden, right? But he never won. He never played in the finals, right? He never. Mm-hmm. Uh, lie, he did play in the finals, but when he did play in the finals, he had a terrible um performance. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Antoine Walker, he actually. Helped his team win the title. So, what do you think his critique actually holds some ground and merit to it? No. The Antoine Walker. He played with D Wade. He understands mm-hmm. like a winning player. Name the name that roster. We're not going to say he <laughs> helped win them a ring. We're not going to say that. That roster was stacked. If they did not win, that would have been one of them. was not stacked. 2006 um, Miami Heat was stacked. It. Name it. You got I got Mike you. Miller, you got Jay Will. You Mike got Miller Gary Payton. Okay, take off Mike Miller. You got Gary no. Payton. Jay Will, Gary Payton. Gary Payton came off the bench. He was like 41. Stop it. Keep going. You Keep going. Yeah, yeah, all Hall of Famers. Keep going. Uh, you not you not have them. Alonzo Mourning. And Hall of Famer. Hey, who else was on the team? Hey, but this is the question you have to ask. Who do they play in the finals? The Mavericks. Who the Mavericks have? Just Dirk and JP. Right. So what I'm so what I'm saying is, if you look at that, the Heat roster was better than the Mavericks roster, right? I wouldn't go that far because I wouldn't go that far. They had D Wade and Shaq. I know Shaq was probably averaging like 18, 17 at that point. Shaq you know, he was seventeen and ten. Like, why are we, why are we dragging it? <laughs> <laughs> I the six. 17 sounded better. <laughs> but hey, but no, all I'm saying about Antoine is this. I'm not I'm not coming for him or saying that, you know, just, just because you've won the ring means that means that you can spot out a player because clearly Michael Jordan won six and he's still just kind of struggling with, with his with his uh, uh with his view for talent and what it takes to win. 
But I'm just saying, like you, like I said, you could base it off the past. Like in Houston, you say, say that hey, that's deserving criticism. But now the man is trying to make a difference, and you're still gonna bring him back down. Like it's, I mean, it's it's similar to a, a man that's that was once a crackhead, and you know he's he trying to do right now. And you still call him a crackhead, right. and he's like, no, man, I'm paying. <laughs> Right, I got a job. I'm clean. You know, you 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 putting it back on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, no, you know, fact, hey, fact. hey, man, free pookie. <laughs> free pookie. Nah, man. I, I I agree with you on that. I just feel like it's certain players. It's just like, okay, we get it. You're NBA legend. You mind it. You managed to get a ring in certain situations, but it's just like, bro, like, like, like Kendrick Perkins, like. <laughs> How do you get a job, bro? Brian Hollins, like, bro, what? Like, who are some of these guys? Like, are you serious? We know Kendrick Perkins from playing with other people. We've never been like, yo, that Kendrick Perkins poster, dog, get out of here, bro. Like, so it's like certain people, certain people got to chill. And I, we had to get our Shaq at one point. Like, Shaq was being OD critical because he was being too critical. As some, uh, you start to sound like a hater, like. No matter if we agree with you, because most of us did agree with you, but it was like at some point you're sounding like a hater. So it's just like, yo, you can't really say that. You just got B14 classification. Talk about this stuff. You hear my man? Right. I mean, but to the I point, know. he's still bothering Chuck. Like, leave Chuck alone. Like, we get it, bro. You won with Kobe. Leave him alone, bro. Hey. So, bro. hey, but you, you know the 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 one the one thing about Kendrick. You know, Perkins is this. I, I like Kendrick. All right. I like I really do. Hey, you know what? Hey, it's 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 different strokes for different folks. Thanks. Um, and uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I, what I'm saying is with Kendrick is he has like a he has all these inside sources and he has more sources than what you know the average person has, probably the average commentator has as well. So he's speaking to people, he still got friends in the circle, so he still he, he knows a little bit more of the scoop, a little bit more of the tea. Then probably what the what the average commentator you know knows because he still has so many friends that are in those on, on those teams and in in those circles, you know. So when he's speaking something, for example, I didn't believe him last year when, when he was talking about Miami in the playoffs against Milwaukee, and I was like, man, Giannis got this. Milwaukee can't do nothing, and he was speaking about he was speaking about you know Miami during the first round before Milwaukee even saw him, and I was like. Hey, okay, well, let's let's see. And they had them goons. That's what he said. Hey, they got them goons. And so, so what I'm saying is, he says, he, you know, just like anybody, you know, he says some some outlandish stuff sometimes, but he says right. some, some factual factual stuff as well. You know, like I'm I said, he got the inside. Bro. I'm sorry, Perk, Perk, not getting no, 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 He's not getting nothing, bro. <laughs> but yo, 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 <laughs> sorry, he not not at all. No, no slack, but. You said something about Miami. I was shocked to see none of those Miami boys were in the three-point contest. I was expecting Duncan Robinson or you know Tyler. One they stuck this year. Yeah, they stuck oh, this no. year. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Hey, Miami's coming this year. You watch. At the All-Star break, they coming. Okay. Hey, if Jimmy if Jimmy is healthy, if Jimmy's healthy, I don't know, you know what, what those knees are like right now, but if, if Jimmy's healthy, Miami's going to be – hey. They're not. They may. They're not. They're not going to get back to the finals or the conference finals. But in that second round, they're going to get somebody. Get somebody hell. Somebody getting hell. That's it. Right. I, mean, I say hell. I mean, hey, hell could be six games. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, so Anton Walker played for the Miami Heat, played for the Boston Celtics. Let's switch over to the Boston Celtics. What's going on in Beantown? There, this is Brad Stevens' third losing season thus far. His first two years as a Celtics coach, he had uh, losing records. However, he's been good since then. This is the first time in a while he has this. Um, should he get fired? Who's the issue? Is it Tatum? Is it Jalen Brown? Melvin, go. Go for it, bro. So I, I, I did a little research on that as well, right? <laughs> and, and you're right. Those first two seasons, they weren't so great. But they are two games over 500 this year, right? But let me tell you the funny part about being two games over 500. They're actually only two games out of first place. In the East? Right. Uh-huh. Wow. So, but don't do, – do you know that in the in the last six years, he's taken them to three conference finals? Now, I'm not saying that that speaks I – mean, that, that speaks everything, but, of course, he's also had some issues as well. He had Kyrie that came through there where that didn't work. And then, you know, you mentioned the players, but, like, you know, we got a good friend that I always mentions, you know, Danny Ainge. You know, are they are they building around Tatum and, and uh, Brown? You know, do they have that stretch four? You know, do they have that depth? I mean, they they drafted three point guards. What, what was that, two years ago? Three point guards. You know, so they're drafting guards, but at the same time, what they're missing is what? Some stretch four, some toughness, some some three and D guys who can who, who can really just get real rugged. So no, to answer your question, I don't think he should be. But I was shocked that he. This is his eighth season, and but I liked it because he has taken them to three conference finals, and two of those he lost to the great King James. All right, if he's gonna so, say the great King James, I definitely think it was a metal of a goat ball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and last year, and last year he lost. a hey, last year he lost to Miami, but but unfortunately. The East is just taking a whole, I mean, just a whole nother step with Philly being better, Brooklyn coming quick, you know, Milwaukee still being there. It's just, I feel like it's kind of everybody else is getting better, but they're just kind of just staying the same. And I think that that's, that's the problem right there. They're staying the same. Everybody else got better. Bro, what you, what you got? Uh, my analysis of Boston is, uh, they haven't been consistent in their roster and their, their piece in it. In, the, in their pieces of what they wanted to do. So we're going to go all the way back to IT. So you had a guard who was leading the charge, but he was a scoring guard. You didn't really have much else around there. You had Al Horford, maybe. Uh, you go another year, IT's out. Who was the guard? Kyrie. Right. So he's a scoring guard. Not much facilitating. And Al Horford's out. Kyrie's out. So now it's like you haven't put anybody back there in the center that can help you play inside out. Everything is outside, outside, outside. You're not, you don't really have guards who can facilitate and distribute, which Tatum and Jalen Brown need since they're perimeter players. Yeah. So it's like it's real inconsistent. And then it's like mm-hmm. you put your faith in uh Gordon Haywood to be a supporting cast and to be a vet for those guys. But it's like, it wasn't enough basketball to share. So he dipped. So now you just have the two guys. You don't really have any, uh, you don't really have a facilitating guard. You don't have a big man. And the supporting cast is not as 
strong as it should be if one of those guys sits down. So it's just real inconsistent in what you're trying to do. Um, I was actually shocked to see Al Horford leave that situation because I felt like he fit that. But I don't understand the Jeff Teague signing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, who's the starting point guard right uh, now? It was Marcus well, Smart was in the beginning. He got hurt. Then I think it was with that. Marcus Smart is out. Pritchard Kimber Walker. Walker. Kemba Walker. Oh, Kemba, Kemba, oh, Kemba, right. So oh, I forgot I Kemba. Forgot, look, we forgot all about Kemba. You feel me? So, look, this is this is the problem. Boston was never the team where the guard was leading the charge. It was always the forwards. You got Paul Pierce. You got freaking Larry Bird. You got Anton Walker. It was never the guard leading the charge. So, they're trying to win with guard point guards who are not willing passers. Kimba's not a willing passer. He's a slasher. He attacks. So for him to take his foot off the gas, try to change his role, it's not helping. Like, he's basically a liability now. It's like, we don't want you to be a – what is a passive Kimba? What does that do for us? Feel me? So I just feel like their personnel is not fitting their identity as an organization. Um, we was talking about Lonzo earlier. I feel like Lonzo going to Boston or, like, Philly – Places like that where he could actually run the show when you got guys on the wings, like I feel like that would be something. So if we could get Jeff Teague and freaking Kemba out of here and bring in Lonzo and he could play with Tatum and Jalen Brown, that would kind of help them not have a big man in the middle, but it would also help them not have to create so much with so much dribbling and stuff. But one more thing, not having the big man in the middle forces them to only be able to play in the perimeter. So when you had Al Horford, even though he was a – a stretch four, five, he can run the floor and he can shoot. He can also mm-hmm. dump it down to him. And mm-hmm. when if anybody collapsed, he can swing it out. So now that you don't have that at all and everything is perimeter, it's not gonna work. Hey, so. you know, you know, it's it, the, the crazy part listening to you speak about the players. Listen to how many players they've lost over the last four Three years. years. Three, four like, years, I mean, right? You're, you're talking about IT, you're talking about Kyrie. Al Horford, Gordon Hayward. So, and, I mean, you're, you're talking about so, so many great players. And then you think about the kind of position that they had, you know, when they, when they had Brooklyn in the, in the stranglehold for those picks. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking back, back at it like, did they really take advantage of all those picks that they had? Nope. So, that situation that they had, you know, I mean, they, they literally had Brooklyn in the stranglehold. And they really just didn't take advantage of it. So can you say Stevens? Can you say Tatum or Brown? You can say Ainge. You can say the injury now to Marcus Smart. You know, that really hurts because he's the toughest, toughest, you know, SOB on their team. Right. right. So all that I don't stuff blame plays it on the, I don't blame it on the coach. I think the coach is great for that system and that, and that identity of what Boston is. is they got to figure it out with the personnel. And I don't, I don't even think it's Danny Ainge. I just think, you know, he went after names – Thinking, you know, they would fit. He just got to find the right fit. Right now, this is not the fit. So, but I don't know. I don't know if the clock is ticking in Boston. You know, certain franchises, they clock be ticking. So, they be ready to bomb and rebuild and all. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of hard to say that because, like, I, I also looked at the, those guys' ages. You know, we're talking a 23- to 24-year-old. You know, yeah, they're are, little kids, <laughs> and they just they just signed max deals. And they're, like, they're not even 25 yet. So it's like, they're babies, 23, 24? Right. Right. You know, I mean, wow. two, t- hey, but both of them all stars. I mean, 
it's just I, I guess it's just unfortunate when you look around. It's kind of like, man, look at these other look at these other teams. <laughs> you know, we, we can't compete. You just made me feel so. You made me feel so old. 23, 24, like twenty three. I was twenty three seven years ago. Like Jesus Christ, where's the time going? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what happens. What you got, Nam? My thing with uh, Brad Stevens, I think you give him like two more years if he don't fix it. Right, right. Go. right go. So my thing was, uh, he, he had like a Mike Tony effect. But no, fix Why? what though? Like, what do you, what do you, you talking about like winning the championship? Fix what? So they're 23, 24, right? But these are like first round draft picks. So you compare them to like first round draft picks who were 23, 24. Kobe won the chip at 21. LeBron was in the finals in his fourth season. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are number one draft picks. This is what you do. These guys are not getting yeah, in the conference finals. They lost to LeBron. But when they lose to KD this year, what are you going to say? They lost to KD. When they lose two years from now, are they going to say, oh, they lost to Giannis? The third day, they lost to Embiid. It's always going to be a hurdle for these, for these guys. So it's like, one day you're not going to catch a break. That's, a, that's on the coach. You I got mean, to know franchise players. Huh? Everybody you named, everybody you named just now, and you had like analysis. They were all franchise players. No, so, 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 top tier guys, Hall of Fame guys, right? So you were like, okay, they uh they lost to the um LeBron twice out of their three conference finals. He's a superstar. Mm-hmm. I just named I named those superstars on purpose because it's like they're all still in the East. So it's like, mm-hmm. what are you gonna say for these for these guys? Giannis is only twenty six. He ain't going. He's on a five year deal. So. He did for the next five years. And B signed a five-year deal. He did for the next five years. But no, but what but I'm no, saying this, is that. But but no, this is the thing though. You're you, you, with the way that their roster is constructed right now, look at Brooklyn. Like, you know, we were talking about James Harden. Well, James Harden got stopped by Brooklyn. LeBron James has lost to Golden State several times. James Harden lost to Golden State several times. When you when you got when you got some monsters over there like that, they're gonna stop, they're gonna get a lot of coaches fired. And a lot of players, you know, are going to be leaving the East and going to the West because of Brooklyn. You know, so what I'm saying is with the way that they're roster constructed right now, it has nothing to, to, to do with the coach. They're going to either have to get a third star to compete with, with uh, Brooklyn. But right now, ain't nobody competing with Brooklyn over there right now. Like, you, you got they got three stars. They got three top 15 players. You can't I don't ask, even think- you know, I don't even think it's about adding another star. At the, I'm looking at Boston. Like, Boston has to be the Pistons of 04. It's not about adding another star and trying to compete with the Nets. You're going to need a whole team. You're going to need everybody who that's functional. And, like, we're thinking Boston, so we're thinking, oh, they could do the KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. No, they, those guys were four franchise, three franchise players on their own. Pistons, those were serviceable guys where they were and they came together with a great coach and got it done and beat a three-headed monster. That's what Boston's going to have to do. It's not about adding another one more guy because then it's just going to be three guys taking a shot and you're going to try to be competing with the three-headed monster in Brooklyn. That's not going to work. But um, the noise I made when Namdi was looking at me crazy is because I thought about a player like LaMarcus Aldridge. I feel like he could work for Boston. I don't think he's going to work. Because it's Tom, he's old, right? He's old, but his style of play is what they need in a big. Okay. You feel me? Like, he could stretch it, but he would rather stay on the block. He's the closest thing to Tim Duncan we have. How much much does 
LA really have left? Like, like we don't know. We don't pay attention to the Spurs no more, so we really don't know. I'm saying, like, laterally, it's just. I mean, LA is what thirty? What is that like thirty five now? Nah, he wild. Nah, he not the old yet. That's what I'm saying. Like he not the old yet. Like <laughs> right. All of them around the same age. This whole generation is going to turn 39 at the he, same time. So. He, he he plays like he's 35, 36. I don't know. <laughs> Give me one nah, second. Because nah. my I'm thing look. with uh, Brad Stevens, so he's really like Mike D'Antoni right now, right? Like you have always have winning records. People are always like diehard Boston fans. You put them in the seats. Great basketball, but it's like you're not you're not capable of winning the big one. Right? I feel like he needs to be pop. That's the problem. He needs to be pop. You get a whole team with a whole bunch of guys that are serviceable instead of focusing on three guys. Pop never focused on three guys. He didn't, but he had his foundation though, right? Right. Who, Build your, your foundation. Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown? Yeah, I gave them all the bread. You have to make them your foundation. Uh, all right. Yeah, but it was, but hey, but it was different. though. you had, you had a guy like David Robinson who was already amazing, and then you got a number one pick, and Tim Duncan, <laughs> who 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 just set that franchise and and, and created stability for twenty years. Tim, yeah, they played inside. That's what this NBA doesn't do, and that's what the problem is. We depending on guys to win championships, shooting threes. Not posting up, like, it does not happen like that. Like, it does not. So, we can compare them to the Spurs, but the guy who was the guy for 10 years in San Antonio played on the block. And everything else happened after that. You dumb down on him, then you get the threes. But if you come up, everybody's shooting threes. What happens when everybody's off? What happens? Hey. You lose. Now you're a yeah. yeah. But, I mean, but, so, I mean. I don't know. But but no, I mean back to your question, man. I think it's, I think it's tough though, man. I mean, like I said, ev- everyone else around him are are getting better, right. and he he's 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 been given eight years, which is a lot. I mean, you know, let's let's not say if he was a if if the situation was a little bit different with with with, with another coach of of color, would he still be there? I, you know, that's a that's a that's a, that's a whole that's a whole other question. <laughs> but I mean, but, but but this is my question for you now. If if not Stevens, can you do better? Like he's the, I think he's that good. I feel like that. I feel like he belongs there. I can't see him anywhere else, and I can't see nobody else there. Nah, like but I think he's good. Boston. You can do better than um Brad Stevens, though, right? Like no, you know, identity wise. Oh, er- everything, gotcha, gotcha, everything. Gotcha, you feel gotcha. me? I feel like he, that's gotcha, just gotcha. You feel me? Identity-wise. Identity-wise. Right, right, right. Everything just matches. Everything matches. Hey, Boston's different. Boston's different. All right, yo, Rel, I got a question for you. You're the Portland insider. So Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown were both in three-point competition. Dame has a higher three-point percentage than they are, than both of them. Why were they not in competition? I was very shocked to see two Utah guys and two Boston guys and not one Portland guy. Very confused. And then I was very confused to see the other Portland guy in the dunk contest. I don't know what's going on in Portland. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I really don't understand what's going on in Portland. Like I was like, why is Dame not in the three-point contest? But I don't know. I guess you he, really he had to refuse. Did he get asked? Did he, he get asked? He had to refuse. 
I don't I know. Think, I'm pretty sure he refused it. I, I would have asked, asked him. Because then you could have had Steph it. versus Lillard, right? Like, you could have really legit had that competition. Right. Hey, hey, but, hey but, you dude, know, but does the All-Star game work out like that if you have that? Yeah. Hey, actually, you know, have, having Dame in a three-point contest, Dame versus Steph, that would have been hey, – I mean, that would have increased the intensity of it. I mean, it would have been just like a Saturday night boxing match. You know, it would have been crazy. But, yeah. um, you know, actually, back to your first original question about the All-Star festivities, this is one thing I was thinking about earlier. Think about how many scores that we had in three-point contests. Not, not three-point shooters. Think about oh. how many scores we had. Like we had in the past, it's always been like like shooters. We had scores, huh? It was always like three point quote unquote specialists. Now we had slashers and point guards. Like we had scores this year. Tatum score. Not saying he can't shoot, but he's a scorer. Jalen Brown score. Donovan Mitchell score. Like those those guys, huh? No, you said Tatum can't shoot. Brown can't None shoot. None of them are shoot. None, None of them are shooters. Can't, can't shoot. None of them are, sh- None <laughs> of them are pure shooters. All of them That's are why the shooter actually want a competition, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Here you go. I'm shocked at Mike Conley, though. He did way better than I thought he was going to do. He had one yeah. deep round. Hey, you know what? I think, yeah, hey, I man. Hey, man. Mike Conley, had a, Mike Conley had an angel on his shoulder because you think about it, he really wasn't even supposed to be there. So Mike Conley definitely has, has some watching out for him because, man, that's crazy that he wasn't supposed to be there and then he shot that well. I mean. And he played man. an all-star game. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. You know that, joy, that signing of the Jordan team thing. <laughs> Jordan Brand. <laughs> Jordan Brand, facts. Like it was a, it was it was definitely the lifetime achievement award. No disrespect to Mike. You know. <laughs> lifetime achievement. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna out, say this. Bro. Hey, no, Mike. Mike, <laughs> I'm out, Mike, bro. Mike probably should have had it at least once. You know, if because usually you think about those. You you mentioned those Piston teams earlier, and you remember that one year that they had four guys starting. I'm sorry, four guys on the All Star team, and you know those guys they weren't averaging like 20 points. You had some people averaging. 18. Some people, some people like Ben Wallace averaging nine and 13 rebounds. Rasheed probably averaging 15. And then you think about those Memphis Grizzly teams, you know, they used to grid it out. They were really good. But, you know, would hardly ever get all-star? You know, I mean, I don't even know if Zach Randolph even got a consistent all-star bid when, when, when he was with them. And he was, you know, a top 10, top five power forward, top seven power oh, forward man. at the time. Like one or two years, probably like two all-star you know, selections or something like that. Well, I mean, I know he got one in Portland, but I'm saying I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many he got. So, but yeah, I mean, that's the the Dame thing. Dame had to refuse. I mean, I looked up Dame's stats as well. I mean, Dame's shooting thirty eight percent, and but but the crazy part about shooting thirty eight percent, he's taking eleven a game. You know how hard it is to shoot thirty eight percent, taking eleven threes a game. And nah, you know, Dame, like that. he does it like it's like normal. <laughs> and Dame threes are not normal threes. He, we're talking about right. fadeaways. We're talking about four point two, behind, four feet behind a line. Yeah, he well, bro. Thirty eight percent. Tough. All right, Y'all give him so, his props. Yeah, I don't know why he, he should have been in there. Yo, so my last, uh, our last topic for today, right? So Giannis won um All Star MVP. 
He's so he's so whack to me, bro. One trick pony, <laughs> one trick pony, yo. Hey man, uh, I told I told Nam last night. I said, man, Giannis, Giannis act like you know that that that, that guy at the park with that competitive spirit playing against little kids last night. That's how hard he was playing. He was playing, he was playing like he was at the park last night against little kids. Like, be cool, be cool. Giannis like, right, no. right. So my question to you guys, right? Giannis, uh, he's, earlier he signed a five-year deal, $228 million contract. Do you think he's regretting the decision now that he actually played with Steph Curry? <laughs> nah. <laughs> he, ain't regret, he, ain't re, he ain't regret it yet. He ain't start spending that 205. He's still on the old contract. Mm. I think I think by year two, by the end of year two of that deal, if his team finishes the same spot, it's going to be a problem. He's going to have a problem after that. But I don't, I, he's going to have, he's, eventually he's going to regret it because I don't see people breaking any neck to go to Milwaukee. I don't care who's there. So he's going to, he's going to regret it. But right now he's still spending old money and he still feels like his team has a ceiling. So we'll see. I don't see them winning a chip neither. You, you know, my, my opinion of it is like, it's like just two, two different things. You know, I look at it like, like I said, like I mentioned earlier uh, with Boston, everybody else is getting better. Think about it. Milwaukee has had like the best record in the East for what, like the last what, three years, two, three, four years. Three years, you know, mm-hmm. and now, you know, the East is getting better. And then you, you look at, you know, the signing of holiday and I, and I know they did it, you know, just, just so they could try to keep Giannis there, but they gave up a lot to get holiday and, you know, holiday wasn't, I say this holiday wasn't just a first option, you know, when no all is to where he was just carrying a team like, like Giannis needed somebody that that was that was almost his equal to where they could get, get him over the hump. Holiday is not his equal. You know, Holiday is a really good Holiday is a really good player. Don't get me wrong. You know, top defender, but it, but it, but he's not a guy that you're gonna get the ball to and say, hey, go give me 30 or go give me 25 and 12. So I think that's what what's gonna in the end that's, that's gonna hurt him as well. And like you said, you know, year two, when Holiday is not just doing what you know you know, what he signed up to do or what you gave up for him to do. I got a question for both of y'all, though. In, in terms of Milwaukee, and like you said, and somebody to match Giannis for them to get over the hump, what type of player is there, if there is one, would you match with Giannis for him to get over the hump? What kind of question is that? He played with him yesterday. He went number 30. Are you talking about stuff? No. no, no, no. <laughs> what? what kind That's of not the same. <sighs> what? Well, okay, okay, okay. Will Giannis be able to keep up with Steph? That's what I'm saying. Like, Steph, could, he can shoot 59 shots behind the three and make 60 of them. Giannis I mean, not going to be able to keep up. <laughs> I think that's going to show that he doesn't keep up with Steph, bro. But see, also but with see. Dame, also with LeBron. Like, <laughs> relax, brother. <laughs> But but you know what? See, I, this is the thing. You know, I, for a while I've been fighting what position Giannis is, and I think right. I don't even. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what position he is. I finally admitted. I finally admitted his position, and I and I and I I was fighting for a while because I had so many just high hopes, and my vision for him was he's 
the same position as LeBron James. He's not. And Miami is what really exposed exposed his position. And Giannis is a he's a power forward. He's literally a traditional power forward. He's a Karl Malone power forward that's athletic. Except Karl Malone could actually knock down a mid-range shot. So that might not be a good comparison. No, that's, fair. that's, <laughs> a, fair. that's a fair comparison, though. I don't think it's bad. But, but so, so what I'm saying is, I say that to say this. You got to pair him up with maybe like an elite point guard to where you can go pick and roll with him. I know, I know. I, or or Lillard, or I mean, or or, or um, it would be better than Steph and Giannis, but I think uh, Lillard and Giannis would be good. Why you but you, you, you hey, hey, pick a roll with him. When he's gonna do a pick a roll, he can't shoot. He rolls, roll with him. He rolls, roll 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 right? Ninety times. Roll, 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 bro. <laughs> hey, you didn't say pick and pop. You said pick yeah. and roll. <laughs> I'm just saying, and, and this is exactly why we're having this conversation. Did he regret his decision? Like he not winning no chip like that, bro. Y'all talking about James Harden well, dribbling ninety seven times? Giannis is not winning no chip until you get a a, a, a jump shot. No, no, not you know, what, spinning even, rolling is, from free throw line and think you're gonna get a chip. No, it's not, it's not even a jump shot. It's you know, it's it's amazing how you how you watched them, you know, against Miami last year and how they would just like claw the gaps. So he just has to get good enough guard skills, you know, efficient enough guard skills to where he he's able to make certain passes to where they can't beat him. Like, think about this. Think about how many teams have tried to do ex- exactly to, to Giannis what they tried to do to LeBron James. What does he do? He kills you with the passes. So they surrounded Giannis with shooters. He got guys around him. He can, they can shoot the ball, but he has to be able to keep his head up. He has to be able to be smart enough to where he can get the, get the ball to them instead of trying to power his way to the basket like he does all the time. So he has to he has to try to beat you with his mind like LeBron does, rather than trying to beat you, you know, with his strength and w- and with his athleticism and his one one dribble dunks. So I, I think he just has to take the next step mentally, which which is something that Gilbert Arena said. You know, he's not he's not cerebral yet with his game. He's right. still learning how to play basketball. Huh. I think um to because you said he can't shoot right. So all right, that's fine. But my thing is. If you're a GM and you realize your best player can't shoot, then you get somebody who can shoot, right? Like, so if you got a guard who can shoot threes and whatnot, Giannis don't need to worry about shooting because I have somebody to take care of that. It's no different than when you have somebody who can't play defense. You have a star player who can't play defense. You get somebody who can play defense and you put them on them. Like, it's simple. Like, you just plug and chug. But I think he definitely – the issue that Giannis is having is that he don't have a point guard. Drew Holiday is not a point guard. Combo, but not a point guard. Uh, Divacito is not a, is not a point guard. Chris Milton is dookie, and he's not a point guard. Um, what would you put with him? What point guard would you give him? I just told you. Any point guard, don't matter. Besides Steph Curry, besides Dan Willett, because they're not going anywhere. So go. But a lot of point guards. Oh, I'll give him Lonzo. I was going to say that. I'll definitely give him Lonzo. Okay. Uh, hey, but, but, you know, it's just, you know, you look at the pieces now around them. You know, now now I'm starting to say, you know, does he have enough around him? Like, like think about it. Like, does he don't? He does not. No, I don't have faith in that team. I told you that. I don't have faith in Chris Middleton to be the second guy on a championship team. 
<laughs> you know, you got, you got you you got Brooke Lopez who's now shooting threes. You got, you know, no, they had the, they had both of the twins where there were no centers left in the league. You had both of them on one team, and y'all couldn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like what? No, I don't, I don't understand. Right, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I just, hey, no, nah, my, I, I don't think he regret it because you know nothing, you know, the, I saw some, I, I read between the lines with people. Like Giannis is really having just a good time. He he, Giannis is not like one of those really great players. He 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 doesn't have that mindset of a really great player like a Kobe, a LeBron, a Jordan. To where I mean, look at him. He's he's having a great time. He's cracking jokes about LeBron. You know, in Cleveland, this is for you for the MVP award. You know, like he's having like he's not. He, to me, he's not. He's not from America. No, no offense. Don't, don't don't put this on social media. But listen, he's not. For, he's so. What I'm saying is, I, I don't think he understands like that type of mentality that you just have to have, and like the stuff that looks good, stuff you're supposed to do, stuff you're not supposed to do, because I, he's not gonna win a ring unless unless it's later on in his career or they get American on the team. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's be wow. hey, let's be let, let's be real. Let's be real, Namdi. I, I got a question. Hey, no, I got a question for you. Yeah. Who goes to vacation in Milwaukee? Nobody. So guess what? Ain't nobody going there in free agency. So <laughs> like it ain't don't nobody want to go to I mean, no nobody ever wanted to come to Cleveland with LeBron, and he's LeBron. Nobody ever wants to go to Milwaukee. Like the small market teams, no one wants to go there. So it ain't happening. All right. Yeah. Hey, we gonna jump into uh, wrapping up the show. Start bench cut. Welcome to another edition of Start Bench Cut, where we have to start a player, bench a player, and unfortunately, we have to make a hard decision of cutting a player. So Mel, usually we uh, start bench cut. You start a player, you bench a player, and you cut the player, right? So in that order, you start them. Quick answer. Them, quick answer. Quick and you answer. You cut them. Quick. No answer. explanation. All right. No explanations, kind sir. Now, listen up. All in their prime. Okay. All in their prime. Start bench cut. Grant Hill. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, my God. You mother. Charles Barkley. Hey, I'm starting Charles, cutting Carmelo, <laughs> and I'm benching Grant Hill. Bro, who you got? Who you got? Who you got, bro? You know what I got. I don't know. Chuck yeah, is out of here. Who you starting, bro? Who you starting? Um, I'm gonna go Prime Grand Hill. That boy was different. Then I got Mello coming off the bench. That's my young boy. Chuck out of here. You bugging? There's no way I'm getting rid of Mello or Grand Hill. You're bugging, bro. All right, I'm starting. I'm starting. Uh, I'm starting Charles, Sir Chuck. I'm benching mm-hmm. Mello and I'm cutting Grant. Wow, this guy's crazy. We gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Disrespectful. Y'all don't give Grant Hill. Y'all don't give Grant Hill his props. Grant Hill was like one of the toughest dudes of all time. And y'all just yep. high. Y'all just give him oh yeah ankle injuries. He couldn't stay healthy. And then when he came back, he played till he was forty one. Like what's wrong with y'all? But it's cool. Hey, but see, hold on. See, see real. The you chose, hey, real. Over Charles Barkley. Hmm? Who me? No, real. I did. Prime Melo. Yes. Hell yeah. Are you crazy? You choose Prime Melo over Charles Barkley too? Yeah. No. 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 No, no, no. I'm Charles Barkley. <laughs> Charles Barkley won an MVP. MVP. 
That's cool. Melo's never won an MVP. That's great. And <laughs> I'm, great. I'm, I'm telling and I'm telling you, Melo's giving Charles hey, Barkley fifty. Hey, and Nundy, guess what? Charles Barkley took a team to the finals. What about Melo? That's cool. <laughs> Charles Barkley's getting disrespected on inside the NBA every day. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> hey, don't judge him. Don't judge him after his career. See, I, I can see that's personal. That's personal with you. <laughs> I see. No, that's that's not, personal. I like I like Charles Barkley. I'm not Shaq. I like Charles Barkley. I respect Charles Barkley as a player. As a player. Yeah, but me personally, my favorite player after Jordan and AI is Melo. And then like my oh. Grand oh, Hill was a no, but Grand Hill's no, in no, my top five. Grant Hill was in my top five, like small fours all the time. Like he was really oh. open, really did. Oh no, so, that was like, the. He knew that know. though. That's why I said you mother. He knew that though. Hey, I, listen. I like. Hey, I like Melo, man. I, I like the way that he's he's revitalized his career. Matter of fact, I even got some homeboys. Yeah. Why you changing the tune now? <laughs> For me? For me? Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I like him. I like him. But I mean, I'm not taking him over Charles or or Melo's or, top well, five easiest scorers of all time. Top five scored the easiest. Yeah, well, but I mean, he, he scored the easiest. It was fluid. Well, he didn't have to work to score. You know that. Well, see, you know he that. Said, he said. Oh, yeah, he, he said, might have to revisit said, that conversation. Why? He said. Play, he said players though. Did did you, did you say cut bench or or start a score? <laughs> we, we haven't talked about anybody because of their defensive prowess on this show. Like, it out. <laughs> let's not do that, buddy. <laughs> if that's the case, if that's the case, Grant Hill's off the list. He doesn't really yeah, lock down nobody. Everybody, all three off. Yeah, all three. All right. So, all right. Yeah, let's not cover that mellow. All right, y'all. That was the. Uh... It's a wrap. Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. Follow us at Sports Street Defined on all social media. Once again, I'm your host, your best host, Nam, the AKA Premium Nam, alongside with my man. Real to real. Real to real. And today we had uh, an honorable guest, the gentleman of the South, Mr. Machiavelli. What you call yourself? P Valley? Black of Millie. Oh, black, black and black and Melly, black, and Melly. <laughs> yeah, what is going on here? We're not gonna get syndicated like this. We gotta keep it ready, guys. <laughs> Yo, we out. Peace.